Oh, hello. I didn't see you there, Internet. Welcome to Updated Autopsy Report, a podcast from Yotsuben and Friends where we replay the entire Ace Attorney series with longtime fans and newcomers. I'm your host, Ben, and with me today is Desi. Hello. And two good friends of ours, Tiago. Yeah. And Rose. Hi. Desi and I are the longtime fans, and Rose and Tiago are the newcomers. We hope that through both of our perspectives as we play through the series, it will reveal new details and provide interesting commentary for a series near and dear to us. Today, we have all played through chapters 5, 6, and 7 of Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Uh, this is a slightly unique section in that it is all investigation, all puzzles, all walking around the town and the surrounding forest. Uh, so without any further ado, I will get into the summary. After the apparent death of Maya last time, the remaining crew of Phoenix, Luke, and Espella escape from the center of the village and flee into the woods. There, they bump into Barnum, who has his sense of justice shaken by what has just happened and by Phoenix's anger over the incident. Barnum, however, allows them to flee and points them to Rouge's Tavern, where the crew rests and mourns. We get a brief cutaway, seeing some unrest between the storyteller and Darklaw, as well as Barnum sneaking about to spy on the two. The next day, Luke and Phoenix begin investigating around town and encounter an explosion in the marketplace. Upon getting closer, they find a small bell on the ground and then proceed to bump into none other than Kira, the witch burned to death at the first trial. They attempt to question her, but she vanished into thin air, leaving them with only one conclusion. If she was still alive, then Maya could be too. They race to the fire pit in the courtroom and quickly climb down into the currently dormant hole to see where it leads, and an open hidden passage is found underneath. Meanwhile, we cut to Maya, now being chased by hooded figures in a forest, and when they've almost caught her, Leighton appears, rescuing her. The two then investigate the woods and find many hooded people in gas masks, calling themselves Shades. They claim to serve the Great Witch, and upon completing tasks that she assigns them, they say that they'll be allowed to return to the town of Labyrinthia. Leighton and Maya then go to visit this Great Witch, but find her abode empty, aside from Barnum, who has also been investigating what's going on out in the forest. Barnum bails, saying he has other matters to attend to, leaving Leighton and Maya to discover a secret passage in the Great Witch's house. It leads to an ancient passageway, and the Great Witch's voice then speaks to them from above, informing the two that she is not Bazella, but that the Shades call her the Great Witch for other reasons. Reasons that she won't disclose right now. But she prods them onward and tells them to investigate the rest of the ruins so that they can see the truth for themselves. Phoenix, Luke, and Espella, having made their way through the fire pit entrance, through the woods, and now into the secret passage, finally bump into Leighton and Maya. After a happy reunion of the party, they finish investigating the ruins, which reveals the existence of the Bell of Ruin, which was supposedly rung in the past, unleashing a demon and the fire that once destroyed Labyrinthia. Espella, upon hearing this tale, goes into a trance and runs from the group in a rush, leaving them unable to track her. Uh, with no other leads... Phoenix, Layton, Maya, and Luke return to the town and find the end of the story already in motion. The storyteller is standing in front of the mysterious bell tower, and Espella, standing upon it, casts a fiery dragon summoning spell that incinerates him and his cart, reducing them to carbon. Espella, still in her trance-like state, is promptly arrested and told that she'll go on trial this very night, and that Dark Law will be the prosecutor this time. Barnum finally confronts her and says that he is certain that she's the Great Witch leading the Shades out in the forest, 
but without evidence, she simply laughs, accuses him of treason, and strips him of his badge. Agreeing that they have very little time left, Phoenix and Maya begin to investigate the crime scene, and Leighton and Luke follow the little puppy Constantine into the storyteller's chambers, all hoping to find the last clues that they need before the final terrible witch trial. So, again, <laughs> every time I try to shorten these summaries, so much happens in these uh, in these chapters. So much is going on, everybody. What the fuck? <laughs> so, like, we're um, if I recall correctly, the way that we were playing this is that there was a guide of some sort that, like, this was the easiest way to chop it up into digestible chunks. Is that correct? Yes, yes. We we did a little bit of research online before the game came out and tried to refresh our memory about how best chapters line up. And mm -hmm. the simple fact uh, of the matter is next time we're going to play chapters 8, 9, and the epilogue. And 8 and 9 and the epilogue are all part of one big trial, right? It's okay. just, it's it's too big to, like, have the trial on the end here as well, right? We'd be going over too much. So, yes, uh, I know our habit is usually to try to include an investigation and a courtroom phase, but here that was just simply not feasible. Uh, yeah. So we are all investigation this time around. It makes sense, because this is going to be the the big old trial. Yes. That's the final how do you do with the, um, because if. Uh, yeah, Dark Law is going to be the Inquisitor that we are facing in the law because it's not going to be my guy Zacharias Barnum, Barnum, Barnum. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, so much fucking shit happens, right? Yeah. What What did you think of all the 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 goofiness going on here? Because we get like the big kind of reveal is that the people who are going into the fire pit are not actually dying. They're getting shuttled away to become, question mark, a shade out in the woods. And they look like they claim... Final Fantasy enemies. So now we got. They do. Now we got Muppets. <laughs> we got Phoenix Wright they... characters. We got Fire Emblem characters. And now we have Final Fantasy basic enemies. And they're like gas masks that they're wearing to hide their face uh, are like made to look like they're made out of wood. Yeah, now, I don't think that's realistic at all <laughs> for actually no. preventing any, uh, you know, materials getting into your uh, lungs. But, um, you know, they try to make them look a little retro. Uh, and uh, yeah, they claim that the Great Witch gives them tasks. And if they complete all their tasks, then they can go back to the town. Uh, is that true? We've seen Kira return to the town once to apparently set off an explosion. <laughs> Yeah, um, which, and, which but she also seemed to be kind of no purpose like you so know? far, yes. other than to get us to be like, what's that? What's that? Like literally just a plot device. <laughs> I I have to think that like Kira somehow broke her programming. So like <laughs> we we're we all kind of agree at this point that we are being Truman showed here. Yeah. Um. We we always kind of knew, right? But like. The extent of, like, how in on it are the other people seem to be kind of not clear yet. Like, we don't know how deep Pat like, does Patty know that this is all a show? Or does she, is she right. also being Truman showed? Um, so, like... I think most of us are being Truman showed. Uh, obviously, mm -hmm. as I said, Darklaw knows, because she's Dark been outside of the movie set. Darklaw is objectively the great witch with the big ol' eyeball, right? Like, we all think yeah, know yeah, that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because, like, 
I it really did not click with me until like literally the section where Zacharias confronts her that she has the same fucking sharp ass glove as the witch. <laughs> wow! And I was, well, I was like, wow, that's a visual indicator. I I guess I know who it is now. They sure um, indicated that. They sure indicated that. Uh. So we, it's very funny to see like Nick mourning, and then the NPCs goes, Nick, you have to be strong because you're around two children, and they don't know what the fuck to do. So you got to be the adult here. And Nick is like, I'm trying. Uh, it's so hard. <laughs> my, my friend just died. Yeah, it's it's really funny because we briefly get this moment where Phoenix confronts Barnum in the forest, right? right yeah, at the start of of the of chapter five as they're running away. And Barnum's like, wow, it was really tragic what happened. Kind of crazy that Maya just jumped into that, you know, cart uh, in the into the, uh, you know, the Iron Maiden, fell, the, the Iron Maiden and fell down in there. I mean, it's real sad, but, uh, you know, what could have been done? And Phoenix is like, what the fuck? A girl just died. And that's all you have to say. And he's got like unique animations for getting really angry. Like he's about to punch Barnum. Um, that that's kind of fun. You Kill know, him. actually, actually Kill getting, <laughs> yeah, like actually him. getting, seeing Phoenix get to actually like, you know, have an emotional Phoenix reaction right, to something. Outburst <laughs> attack. Oh yeah, yeah. So let uh, Phoenix finally commit acts of violence. So we have to like discuss this because me and Rose are actually like talking about this the other day, and mm-hmm. by the other day I mean like yesterday. Um. Phoenix, Maya, and... No, no, Maya's dead at this point. Uh, Phoenix, Espella, <laughs> and Luke go to Rouge's Tavern, because that's where Zacharias Barnum gets sent. And Rouge, obviously a baddie, but why is there just a pirate in this medieval she, town? She is the most human-looking Muppet so far. Yes. I, I thought that was Professor Layton, but now it's her. She's the most human... I think that she is part puppet part human <laughs> we're getting into like the uh yeah the biology of of muppet it's like, ancestry it's like half elves in D. yeah i think she's yeah, half she's muppet like half i think she's half human i think um i think zach is her brother because they have the same hair color um, what? Yeah, that, i think that's a, i think, I think that actually is i think that's actually kind of implied in the dialogue because uh phoenix is like how do you know this person and he's like don't worry about it <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty like, sure that's it. So I, yeah, <laughs> they're half siblings. Yeah, I don't whatever. think it's ever like explicitly said, if I recall correctly. But I think it's implied, right? What, <laughs> that what, they're related in some way. What did you say, Rose? That really fucking caught me off guard. Like her father is a Muppet and the mother is a human. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that image that, really that fucking got it. me. For and Barter <laughs> just got lucky that oh. in that he got all the human genes, the Fire Emblem genes. <laughs> the yeah, Fire Emblem where genes. she's God. she's like because she looks like. Almost like a proper anime character, but just like too a little too puppety. She's like the the exact like half and half mix, and it's really weird. Right. Um, that being said, <laughs> I did think she was very cute. Um, she was very cute. Thanks for letting us stay in your uh, tavern, ma'am. What happens is that like so they let him sleep upstairs, and Phoenix in the middle of the night goes, "I can't sleep because my friend died. I will go downstairs and get a glass of a water." A glass of water. And, and Rouge is down there going like, "What? What's drowned your sorrows, friend?" And he's like, "Yeah, I do gotta drown my sorrows." And she's like, "Man, the fuck up! You got two kids." And <laughs> then like... she's like, "Do this puzzle for me." 
and if you complete this puzzle, all of your glasses of water will be on the house. And I'm like, <laughs> ma'am, <laughs> you can say it, drink- it's okay. The, the, he was drinking, he was hitting the grape juice real hard that yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, like, Luke and Espella are awake off screen listening to this. They're just like, wow, Phoenix has a lot. To- They're going through a lot right now. Meanwhile, Luke is like, Still low-key traumatized from uh, Gold Layton, and Espella just almost fucking met her end at the fire. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, they're just listening, they're like, man, someone might butcher this guy's character arc later and turn him into an alcoholic. <laughs> Let's see. Jeez! Uh, <laughs> I'm still- a- listen. Grape juice. Grape Whatever juice! Whatever you want to call it. Um, they escape because they leave the tavern in the morning to go, like, we have to go investigate because we got two days till the parade or whatever. Or, like, today. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know when the parade was anymore because it just, like, kind of happened and I don't remember when. <laughs> we missed the parade. It was, it, it was the same day then because, remember, because when they come back then it's already happened and the just the end of the parade is happening, basically. Yeah. I think it's really funny that, like, the second Phoenix Wright and Luke leave the tavern... There's a bombing, like there's an explosion, and they go, "Oh, hey, that's Kira. For, we should follow her." No oh no, they don't reason. follow her. They, I mean, they they try to track her into like an alleyway or whatever, but she's just like, "No, no, no, you can't see me. You're not allowed to see me." And they're like, "What? What does that mean?" Um, they they set up the 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 artifice that bells are magical somehow because she drops this little bell with a symbol on it, like a rune, mm-hmm. and like she like snatches it back and runs away. Uh, and I I guess bells are involved in this now. I mean, I really... there's, there's the bell tower, which seemed to freak everybody out, but we also completely forgot about that for a while. <laughs> they really did not bring that up for a while. Um, so they expect you to remember. They investigate the okay, courthouse because they're like, we had to go see the fire because it's not real. And Luke says, yeah, the reason I was able to escape the courthouse through the panel in the walls because a mouse told me. And now he's going back in, I guess. Yeah, there's just one line about oh, that, Eve, right? Oh, Eve told him. E- uh, what? Oh, Eve? Yeah, Eve the cat tells him. Oh. Yeah. Um, they and sneak- then they, they do, I left this out of the summary, but they do also uh, bump into Jean uh, in the prison cell while they're going through there. Mm-hmm. Confirmed Jean alive. Yep. She's just in I a was, prison cell, I and she's like, I'll... She's like, I'll scream for help if you'd like me to, so I can distract the guards for you. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I know I said, like, yeah, I wouldn't have killed myself for you, Gene, but, like, you can also join the party, whatever. She can join the party, <laughs> who gives a shit? Fucking, Maya's dead, we can do whatever we want. Uh, so they investigate the fire pit, the fire pit, with no fire in it, is just a hole into the fucking ground, and there's, like, a, a wagon at the bottom of it? Yep, and you have to do a puzzle to get into the wagon because there's not enough space. And nobody then... ever looked down. This also, bit, like ever. The, the cage doesn't move on its own when you throw the lever. Somebody has to be in it. Yeah. So Luke's like, "I'll volunteer oh to be God. in it." That was the most <laughs> distressing little like a lot of Luke endangerment in this segment. There's like multiple puzzles where like <laughs> little chibi puzzle Luke is like being chased by a monster or like is in the Iron Maiden like doing like his distress animation. I'm like, what the He fuck? just lost he just lost the professor. He's got nothing to live for. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> so much of it is just like 
And now Luke is in danger again. Luke, right. <laughs> Luke does get in danger multiple times. Uh, it's wild because what happens is we get into the wagon and like an old person is driving the wagon. They go, oh, more cargo than I remember. And then we cut to Meyer running in the woods from these shades. Layton shows up out of nowhere and like fends them off using something. I don't know what. Stick. The... Yeah, he, he a stick. a cool stick. He did find a cool stick in the middle of the woods, and he said, this is a sword now. The reason why Maya was running for so long was because Leighton had to go out into the woods and find a really good-looking stick. It's like when you're on a hike, and you find the perfect (laughs) walking stick. stick. This is the perfect walking stick. And Leighton was like, oh, finally, I found the perfect stick that I can use as a, you know, essentially a fencing weapon. And now uh, now he's like, now I can rescue Maya. Then he runs over. I would not rescue my fair lady, Maya. Uh, <laughs> Maya and Layton go through this little puzzle where you have to like escape the shades, and I was like, alright, whatever. I like... So, here's my thing. This is a Layton criticism. In the earlier Layton games, a lot of the puzzles are just like random puzzles that have nothing to do with the plot, but later on they become like, help Luke and Layton do blank or some shit like that. So I'm right. glad that like this game has a lot of the like Luke and Lane have to solve a puzzle that's actually fucking relevant to the plot, and if we don't do it, we're stuck here. So, like, yeah. let's escape the shades and stuff like that. So, good, good, thank God. Give it a little bit of artifice that uh, makes it, like, fit with the theme of what's happening in the moment-to-moment story. Exact, Amundo. Uh, we investigate these shades. So, like, we dodge the shades, and then the witch comes up and goes, Hey, listen, are you investigating? And they go, yeah. I was like, oh, sweet, cool, keep going. I'm not going to stop you. And the shades <laughs> yeah. are like, wait, what? And she's like, yeah, don't stop them. Let them do it. Yeah, let them walk around. And, and the shades are all like, uh, okay. Okay. They're like, they're like the, they're like the, uh, the inspect, food inspectors. What do you, what do you, oh, you mean, you think a professor and Maya are like the food inspectors? Yeah. I <laughs> thought you meant the witches were for a second. No. I was like, what the fuck are you talking she's got it. She's, she said, let the food inspectors come in instead of murdering them with horrible food. Um, every shade in this village is extremely thirsty for the great witch. We can all agree about that, right? Mm, I guess. I guess she's. Also got that kind of, like, gestury clown-coated thing going on with her outfit, so I'm not super into it, but... But we can, we're, like... They are. They are. They, they are all, all like... Are. They, literally every shade is, like, oh, we do I mean, anything. She saved them, quote-unquote, from dying, and is gonna let them go back to the village, which is what they really badly want to do. Hey, everybody, has anyone ever gone back to the village? Ever? Here's, Let me know. Don't know. <laughs> Here's my thing, is that, like, if they did go back to the village, there's a solid chance they won't remember their time as a shade, right? So here's here's what I think. Oh like, my god, this are is all my... these puppets being constantly recycled in and out? Jeez. Exactly! Like, they already have, like, modified memory, because we used it on fucking Phoenix Wright and Maya, so, like, there's a solid chance that, like, we have witch trials all the time, but the witches die and then just come back as new characters. We're just recycling the actors for this fucking stage of Labyrinthia. Oh my god, it's the... like in that one Jackbox game where you get voted <laughs> off out of the house, and you're like, man, what the fuck? Why did this end so soon? And then your character literally walks in the door with like a slightly scrambled name. It is... Jackbox is alright. 
that's why I think that little kid Peter is so close to breaking the uh, algorithm is because he's been recycled so many times that he can see the truth. He's <laughs> that little. Uh... Yeah, yeah, he's the one who is like just just touching the edge of the matrix. <laughs> Neo. Um, we investigate the Shades Village, and then we have to go to their house after solving some puzzles because the bridge was broken. And like huge lore dump here. They're making a lot of potions in this. In this, uh... yeah, they're making a lot of potions, right? Is we this the modif- make potions? We literally help them make a potion. Oh. Is this the modified memory potion? Like, if I drink this in, will I just forget and think that I'm Muppet? Gore. Oh, what potion turns you into Muppet? Uh, yeah, mu- mu- <laughs> Muppet TF potion. Muppetification. Oh no, it's horrifying. <laughs> Terrifying. That, honestly, what's what's crazy is that if Phoenix and Maya were here longer, they would become Muppets. That's yeah. Well, you it's think like it's our... just like in the air? It's just like a slow <laughs> process kind of thing. I think the longer the, you're here. I think the more you're recycled, the more you become a Muppet. That, sure. <laughs> fuck it. We can just make whatever lore we want. Or so you like just say, you the... slowly you slowly lose your humanity. <laughs> so all the Fire Emblem characters are like haven't inhaled enough of the Muppet gas yet. That's why exactly. they still look like yes. human. <laughs> We're sort of just a... that conflicts but... with my theory that um. There's a ruling class. That, no, that that Zach and um, uh, Roger are siblings, and she... maybe uh... maybe they're not actually siblings, but she's just she's been here a little longer, right? Oh can... yeah, she's she's midway through the process. Yeah, they got both of them. <laughs> oh, I'm just imagining because he's a he's a prosecutor. You know, he hasn't been recycled as many times. She's a woman. She got, probably got. <laughs> <once> <laughs> You're so right, Ben. You're right. Yeah. You're so right, Ben. <laughs> Oh. What's f- I just have the mental image of Jeff Goldblum going to the transporter in the fly and coming out a Muppet. <laughs> a Muppet version of the fly. Of the fly. Yeah, a Muppet version of the fly. Of the monster version. Um, Alright, so like, yeah, this is definitely where they're making the modified memory post. And Barnum's here because he followed Darklaw here. Um, he just like left. How did he get out? He, go- he-, he went through the hole too. I don't know. Okay. Whatever. We're not supposed to you know. Went through the hole. Yeah, it's a it's a little <laughs> unclear here. This is seems to be in the forest, way on the outskirts of the town, but still within the wall? Question mark. No, it's objectively outside the wall because um, when they do the river scene when you're making the bridge, you can analyze the wall outside in the sky. Oh, right. And yeah, it literally right, says, right. yeah, like, oh, that's the wall of Labyrinthia. But everyone said uh-huh. that there's nothing outside of Labyrinthia, so why is there a forest called... We forgot the name of this fucking place. And the Eldwitch Woods. The shades all go like, well, this is the forest outside of Labyrinthia, but outside of the forest, there's nothing. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I'm beginning to think that you guys... The world is flat. Where the- Where are we? Where is this film set located? <laughs> Probably, like, where... Has it's the just most a flat space. earther village. Like somewhere it's... in Russia, right? Like huge. Ireland. Uh, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. No. Sorry. Tiago's been bullying me with The Ireland only thing that British day. people are truly afraid of is getting deported to Ireland. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because uh, like it's a bad thing. <laughs> you can't say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> um, all right. Forgetting so a... we have this like <laughs> yeah. brief like 
two second. It's not even like an actual thing, but it's like a brief two second. Barnum, did you kill the great witch? And it's like, no. Kind of wish he did. And we're kind of over it, like in ten. She, in she hit a him over the head with a fire extinguisher. You passed out. And instead, it's just that's like what the potion the... does. You drink it, and suddenly you get hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. Oh yeah. my god! If you looked any further in that potion room, what you would have seen is just a bunch of fire extinguishers getting melted down <laughs> oh <my laughs> and, 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 and liquefied into this potion. That's what's uh, been going oh, on I was the thinking you were going to say a bunch of fire extinguishers that were all dented up in the back. <laughs> But yeah, so you, you, there, there's a whole bunch of "quote unquote" blood on the ground, and it is just one of the potions that's been spilled. Oh, I thought it was tomato and, juice. Yeah, all, and, all uh, of the. Barnum's the like, I didn't kill her, and everybody's like, okay. Just immediately go. Oh, it's not blood. I'm like, oh, okay, oh, thank, thank God. <laughs> we we have forensics in here. Um, the shades go. Barnum, give us back our witch, our great witch. We need her so badly. We're all extremely thirsty, and like honestly, like. I do respect the hustle, like, yeah, we all follow a queen here, but also, like, I'm not trying to get fucking mind-wiped here, I got shit to do. Um, you find a secret entrance at the back of the room, and that leads to, like, the ruins. What the fuck are these ruins? What, was, was there ever, like, a, a like, a You start playing, uh, Breath of the Wild. You find one of those, uh, dungeons. Uh, it's too yeah. like, it's... Well, what, what's going to happen is as they get is basically as Leighton and Maya get further and further into this, uh, like underground ruins as, as they like get to the back end of it. And I'm recycling a joke from the stream. But as they get to the back end of it, they walk out and like you start hearing like the line uh, cue music from the Indiana Jones adventure in Disneyland. And they just do realize that you're walking out of like a big theme park ride. And they're like, oh, weird. That would have been sick, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Um, like, it's crazy because Leighton and Maya have, like, this whole speech of, like, we gotta investigate for our, our friends, Phoenix Wright and Luke. I know they're trying their best very hard. Meanwhile, they're, like, stuck in the back of a fucking cargo van, like, getting delivered. Mm -hmm. Uh, they get <laughs> fucking Luke and Phoenix and Espella. I keep forgetting Espella exists. Does everyone else keep forgetting about Espella? No. I mean, no. she's not no. super memorable. She's she has Her, like she doesn't have a ton of character development to be completely honest with you, I, right? No. You know, I, it's she's kind of just a she's just a plot pivot. Yeah, character. which is a little. Sad. She's got her whole father is the storyteller thing. Like that's like her kind of her main bit, and she we haven't really explored that it, at all. Right, and she's got like. She's just you there know, for bad witch things to happen to her. stuff going on with her. Is she the great witch? She kind of seems to think she is, but is she, you know, it, or is she just doing that to protect everybody? That's the potion taking over. Honestly, I think. You that, know, yeah, you, yeah. you leave it, especially at the end here. Obviously, it's very clear that oh, that's when and all the characters she's just in a trance. keep going. Like, oh, I'm smelling this smell that's really familiar, and I'm like, when has there been a smell ever mentioned before? It's like, when. Can, uh, can we think of it? It's when they opened up the book back in London. The book was laced like a, like with anthrax or something, and then the they got knocked anthrax. out. Anthrax! <laughs> dead, dead in minutes. Did that happen? Did the book have a smell that was commented on? So here's the thing. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no. I mean, what, they started commenting on the smell being familiar once they encounter it in the potion room. Yeah. Which, to me at least, would make sense because theoretically... It's it's like awakening like a hidden memory of if they have all taken this potion kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um, 
now they are like, oh, I've smelt this once before. What is this strange smell? I'm smelling it here. But since they've had their memories wiped, they don't remember it, question mark. I'm, you know. Yeah, I'm kind I... of talking around things, right? But um... We've also very much glossed over the fact that, like, Professor Layton just got better. No, um, he never... But he that's, never... that's what the game does, so... I mean, yeah, he explicitly says that, like, he was in the room, he basically... Everything went black. He got knocked out or something. And now he is just here. And he woke up here. Somebody you know, he's tossed like, him out in the woods. Here. So, I mean, if you, if we are following the same conceit of the trapdoor being an artifice, you know, and a, and a trick, then presumably what happened is Leighton got knocked out and somebody placed a gold statue of Leighton right there. Yeah. 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 They did it so fast. He went through the floor like a stage door. Exactly, and Maya just wasn't paying attention. She was thinking about burgers. Maya was too busy huffing the paint and thinking about burgers, um, or huffing the potion or whatever. I have to assume that at this point, the potion is just like in the water, right? Like, it's the best way to dose an entire city is to put the poison in the well. Um, mm. so yeah, like Layton's, but he honestly. <laughs> See, think of the story of like, the fucking weird guy that you were talking about yesterday. What the fuck? We can't we can't talk about the, the COVID cryptid. <laughs> what, what the fuck are y'all talking about? What am All I right. Being well, now since it's to? since it's come up, there is a apparently there's a person in Ohio who has an entirely unique strain of COVID. No, it is so All to himself. It is so unique that it is that they can track it through his wastewater. Holy so there's shit. two. There's two sewer systems, one where presumably he works and one where presumably he lives because he goes to work and then he comes back home. Yeah. They can see, oh, this COVID strain only shows up in these two sewage systems. So he's one of these like 30 to 40,000 people in these two different towns, right? And we don't know where this guy is and it's not spreading. Nobody else is getting it. So it's a, you know, dormant strain. He's not contagious or anything. So it's safe, essentially, right? But they're like, what the hell? We're trying to track down this one random dude. By the time this comes out, they might have even solved it because, you know, and found this guy. But yeah, it's been very funny uh, to imagine being a man who's walking around out there blissfully unaware that people are tracking you through your through your you know. wastewater? This is like, through this your is, waste. This <laughs> you poor guy. This guy we is literally the victim of a government conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> and but like it's anyway, real. So you're saying so what you're saying, <laughs> Desi, is that they're tracking <laughs> so they're using these potions to track people somehow no. through the well water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah I love the- it. I will incorporate that into my worldview. This is this is this is important knowledge that I will record in my memory. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Tiago will remember that. What the fuck were we talking before this? We were talking I mean, about how potions. Professor Layton got better. So oh he yeah, he's probably normal. Yeah. Never a hyper detailed gold statue. And by hyper detail, you mean like a gold Lego figure? Yeah, they just got the Lego figure. Um, do you think it's made out so... of real gold? No, yeah. Mm-hmm. Real gold's very heavy, and they were moving that around really easily. Yeah, and also he didn't get dented when he fell. So like, his arm just, snapped off. I just he wasn't. Yeah, he was tempered too long. Gold, when this is gold bends, it doesn't usually like super soft like that. What I'm saying is that like when this is all over, do you think Lane's gonna take home the statue? 
<laughs> it's a God, souvenir. It's a souvenir, man. Free stat, free gold statue. Are you kidding me? You have been doing a horrible experiment in this town, but as recompense, I will take my gold statue. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> a gentleman never says no to a gift. Um, <laughs> uh, so, like, they're investigating, and then we finally get, like, they're going into the ruins, and then Phoenix, Maya, and Luke somehow also just beeline it straight to the ruins. They, like, see the house in the distance, they go, let's go investigate that. They investigate it, and they see the bloody room in the back, and they're like, hmm, there's a hole here, let's go in here. And it's kind of wild that they're just doing the same steps that Layton and Maya are, but, like, later. And then- I mean, we listen, we, we have all those uh, menus and rooms uh, and for them to walk through, and you already did them as Layton and Maya, so why make you do stuff again there? It yeah. does feel like they're just kind of rushing to get everybody reunited because they're like, okay, we kind of we kind of got to move forward to, towards the climax. We've had everybody separate for long long enough here now. Let let's get them back together. So it, it it felt a little like a a hurried up kind of maneuver, but it was fine, right? It's yeah. What what we want to see are the interactions between these characters anyway, and so we got our fun little pairing of Luke and Phoenix for a bit, and we got our pairing of Leighton and Maya for a bit. And now we got to put them all back together and. Then there's three puzzles that you have to do as you go through these ruins. Three trials. Wait, and... wait, wait, wait before going on any further, I got. Two... Oh, okay, sure, sure. Go ahead. Let's let's do two things. One, when we were Layton and Maya, it was so fucking funny that every time you poke on something, Maya's like, "Oh, this is pretty cool. We should take it." And Layton's like, "Maya, please don't pick that up." And like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like literally, yeah, Maya's gremlin energy, and Layton's just like. Now, now, Maya. <laughs> now, now, Maya. It's not the be, proper. Be polite about these ruins and not <laughs> damage ancient historical artifacts. But she's like Maya's actively in the potion room, being like, "Wow, check it out!" Lady, Lady's like, "Don't drink that." Like, <laughs> <laughs> like so fucking. Also, know? uh, there's one bit in which Maya says, "I'm the best like spirit medium ever," and Layton responds with. Dot 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 dot. <laughs> he has <laughs> never mentioned this up until now, <laughs> and it's just like he just—it's—he's it, like, I don't believe you, but I'm gonna let you say whatever the fu- fuck you want to say. But I do not believe you. She's 19. I was... <laughs> let her say whatever. She's like 19 at this point. Oh yeah, I forgot. I don't know where Ta- we are in the timeline. I'm gonna be honest. I wait. That's it's nebulous. Don't worry. Yeah, about it. it's nebulous. The point being is that like. Because Maya goes to, like, I'm the adult here, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess you're in fucking with Spirit College now or whatever. Um, <laughs> it's so fucking funny to me that, like, Maya's like, I want to steal it. And he's like, no, no. He doesn't, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have to deal with this shit from Luke because Luke is such a nice little good boy. <laughs> like, fucking. Meanwhile, Phoenix is with Luke and, like, Phoenix is like, wow, Luke is more mature than I am. <laughs> and Luke's like, I am yeah. more mature than you. <laughs> I'm rather, I'm rather fond of Luke. I'm, I'm seeing the, uh, I'm definitely seeing the appeal. Uh, Professor Luke... Layton is, is still like nothing. He's, he is just like a puzzle solving robot. But uh, Prof- Luke's fun, like Luke. Luke is legit, like the personality of the two, like Professor and Luke. Like them together make a team that's like worth playing like playing as a protagonist but like without each other like lane only works with another person right like lane only can be an interesting character if he has someone else to bounce off of because he, he's, he's always the straight guy in the comedy group but without him he's just a straight guy and no one wants to see that you know what i mean 
Yeah, that's that's just a guy like standing around on the stage. <laughs> yeah, that's just a guy. Anything. It doesn't do anything. Like the the other characters are what supply the wackiness, and he's like a good um, he's like a trampoline. It's good to bounce off of him. Um. Anyway, yeah, they have a very heartfelt reunion. Did you guys cry? No. Okay, that's a no from Beth. <laughs> Rose. No. All right, that's a no from Rose. Ben. I'm I'm sorry, Tiago. No, I did not. Okay, so it's very sweet, but I also did not cry. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, all right. I wish they would have so had not a, a, we're... all dry faces. I was hoping for like a little that... custom hug animation or something. Yeah, that's what we. That's what I wanted. Like a little 2D graphic of them just like being happy to see each other. Yeah, that would have been nice. Phoenix's Spella and Luke are like, I can even hear their voice right now, and they go, "Wait, we, I can actually hear their voice right now." I mean, that bit's great. Yeah, yeah. that made me laugh. <laughs> I got to chuckle for that. Uh, and then they immediately team up again, here. and they all go on to investigate the ruins where there's three ruinous puzzles, and they're like written by like the former civilization here, who goes like, "If you go deeper in, you'll find a cursed thing that we locked away." And people are like, wow, is that the Great Witch Bazella? That's they, crazy. And they just are like, let's go in. We're going to do it. Because, of course. Also, like, got... Leighton can just, like, read this, which is very funny. He's an archaeologist. Leighton's like, I don't believe in curses. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, we had get there, and the item is gone. Somebody already did all of it. So, like, yeah. it didn't matter. <laughs> Someone got the item, but then also reset all the puzzles on the way out. That's the most fucked yeah. thing I've, about I've it. I've absolutely, I've absolutely done that. Um, that's what a totally, mean? if yeah, you presumably find the item in, say, a dungeon, and, <laughs> and you can't get it out as things are now because it's too heavy, you gotta set all the traps back up as you leave so no other stinking adventurers can get in there and take your shit. You found it first. Anyways. What, yeah. what did you mean by you did this? <laughs> you uh, can't just kick... <laughs> you can't just give me a don't worry about it. I mean, I pretty much explained what happened, huh? Rose, Ro- Rose has been secretly doing like Indiana Jones-style yeah. adventurers this whole time, and we have not been aware. Yep, yep, Holy yep. shit. It's okay. only fair, you did play through a bunch of Layton games. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Wait, my training is that I played the Professor Layton game. Her training is that she became a ruin thief? Mm-hmm. Archaeologist. Archaeologist? Yeah. A tomb raider? <laughs> tomb raider. <laughs> What's uh, the difference? Oh, so she gets to become a badass tomb raider. Meanwhile, I know math now. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me tell you what, dear listeners, I still do not know math. Um... Uh, uh, so like yeah true um <laughs> rose wow rose <laughs> no it's because rose told me about the sphere grid puzzle it's because rose told me about the sphere grid puzzle i did and, i said yeah. tiago was finishing the case up and i was like yeah this puzzle i just looked at it and just said no and didn't do it you'll know when you get to it <laughs> meanwhile i saw the puzzle and goes Oh, I know exactly what I must do, and then yeah. went on to do it. <laughs> Where I just went, nope, no thanks. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll get there later. That's later, but like, we got. <laughs> I feel really mean now. Yeah. <laughs> we do this. I've we never do the been seals, able to right? do math. It's fine. <laughs> we do these seals, and like the way they lay them out is like you do one with the group, and then you do one with uh, Luke and Maya doing it. To, they kind of do the puzzle, quote unquote, together, and then mm-hmm. the last one, then you do it with. Uh, Phoenix and Layton, 
the I guess I skipped over this, but like the door that they do right before this. Uh, tell me if I'm missing anything, but you have to f- mess with this door and and kind of intentionally just fiddle with it and not complete it for a while before Phoenix finally goes. Yeah, I got it. I'm gonna turn this about in my mind, yeah. and then r- allows you to rotate things properly that so was, that you can actually do the puzzle. That was frustrating because I was trying to do that already. I was like, "Why isn't it going the way I want it to?" Like, right. surely I have to keep rotating this around until it fits. And the game was just like, Mm-mm-mm. "There, there is a <laughs> higher level to this puzzle that we are not able to access until we exhaust all possible options." And then, and then it unlocks it. It yeah. gives you a prompt to say, like, oh, the key is in the key itself. We must edit the key in order to fit into the keyhole. And it's like, give me the option to do that from the fucking beginning, my guy. Like, don't <laughs> don't make me it's fucking like I knew. Sit I here. knew what I needed to do. <laughs> Not, but like I didn't so like obviously the the key was in the key as itself, right? Like, but like it doesn't give you that idea until you play the puzzle it wants you to play and that's kind of frustrating right because like we can't progress until a piece of information is available to us that was not available to us until we jiggle around this fucking stupid ass key i got the game makes you fail when yeah you don't need to because if you're you've played phoenix Wright games you know you need to rotate that evidence around a whole bunch (laughs) <laughs> but once you rotate yeah. it, that's still not a solution. You have to break up the key and like form it into the hole, and it's like, but but you can't do that until the the characters say, okay, now you can do it. Exactly. That's I I Loki did not like that. Uh, the, the other puzzles afterwards were whatever. Uh, they were fine yeah. puzzles. Uh, so you get through all these puzzles, and you get to an altar, uh, where presumably the bell of ruin was but now it's gone and where could uh, it possibly be yep and so Leighton reads all the inscriptions and then Espella has her dramatic flashback and she sees like this giant fiery dragon lighting the town on fire and she sees herself as a kid and then uh, she goes back into trance mode and goes I'm Bazella and runs away so, just books it out of there. Is that a planted memory? I feel like it's a planted memory. I don't know. Maybe she did accidentally cause the burning down of the village, but like it wasn't magic. It was just a fucking accident. Um, also, like just because you saw, uh, you have a memory of a traumatic event from your childhood, doesn't mean that you did it. <laughs> like, exactly. Damn. Like the the witch is like making damn, this notion. If I had a nickel for every time that happened, I'd have two nickels. True. <laughs> To help Emma Sky's okay right now. She's somewhere in England, right? Um, oh, right. I'd have three nickels. She's puppetified. <laughs> she's in England. Oh, no. Wait, you think she's going to become a puppet? I don't know. Maybe. What are they releasing the puppet gas? Like, Yeah. The, the overall plot is to release the Muppet gene into the London water. <laughs> you have to oh. save all it's of It's like it. some Mission Impossible like tier villain plot. Um. So, like, I I firmly believe something right now, and that is the fact that whatever happened with Bazella, uh, Espella's youth, is that she 
is not directly responsible for the burn, or, like, intentionally responsible for the burning of this village. Is it possible she did it by accident? Yes. Did she do it because she's an evil witch? Probably not, right? Like, that just seems outrageous. But in this um, universe, you know, accidents, yeah. don't, it doesn't matter. It's, Accidental murder is still murder. <laughs> that's, only the, that's only in Japanifornia law. This is England law. England law would be, like, worse, though. That's true. Um, they just burn you for being a, a woman. A woman. I, ho- Happy I hope all our uh, uh, English and British listeners, etc., are having a good day. Sorry about this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many of you there are exactly, but... Uh, I hope y'all are good. <laughs> hey, you know, drink some water. I'll, if you're British, drink some water right now. Take care of yourself. Drink your tea. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to say that. Uh, okay, so actually, everybody goes back to Labyrinthia right trying to chase after a spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they can't find her. She's nowhere to be seen. And they bumble into uh, the uh, kind of uh, park area around surrounding the uh, bell tower. Mm-hmm. And that is where they see the storyteller already like... Like, the whole crowd is gathered there. The storyteller's already like, and so things are about to end. I'm about to be burned alive uh, by the great witch Bazella. He's definitely and fine, s- right? No, I think he's dead. Estella <laughs> casts a fire dragon uh, fifth level spell and... It's like something worm or whatever. You know, and it, yeah. She summons a grand, grand monster. Yeah, she says Grand Worm, yeah, and uh, yeah, then this giant <laughs> comes down and burns the storyteller alive, and him and his cart are disappeared. Here's here's uh, the thing. Uh, right before we go into the town square, there's they like reach out to the end of where the parade would have ended. They get a little note from the story being like, "There's going to be uh, I will die, and the witch will kill me, and then uh, this will happen when twilight turns to dusk, and then." We're going to have a trial overnight, and then by the new dawn, Labyrinthia will be changed forever, and all of its citizens will bask in the glow of a new day. And that's, like, a sum of the story or whatever. So, like, basically it's setting up the fact that, like, Storyteller's going to get killed at midnight, we're going to do court overnight, new, uh, whatever fucking happens, uh, new day means that we're wrapping this shit up by dawn, alright? <laughs> uh, fucking Labyrinthia, Muppet Labyrinthia is over at dawn. Um, they're releasing so they ha- them back into the wild with the knowledge they have. <laughs> True, the knowledge of sin and evil. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we we we've tagged all the Muppets and can le- release them back in the wild and now track. <laughs> we, t- um, we also tagged their, their, we their also- migration patterns. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they try to prevent um the storyteller from dying. Uh. They all did a really shit job at it. I simply would just not have let the storyteller be here, but, like, whatever. He clearly wants to die. I um, mean, you can't argue with him. He's, like, the god king. If I hit him on the back of the head with a fire extinguisher and just drag him over to, like, the forest, he'll be fine. Um, he, give him a taste of his own medicine. Yeah. Give him a taste of his own fucking medicine. So, here's... Muppify him, Captain. There's, like, a part... <laughs> you investigate the bell tower after the sequence, but I just want to notice in the animation... At this time, wasn't Espella in the same room as the bell from from the animation? Did I misremember that? Because like she's like right up there on the yeah the little room at the the open p- portion of the bell tower. But the 
I'm trying to remember here that I don't think the visuals make it super clear whether the bell is like right above her yeah. know, or anything like that. Presumably it would be because it's the bell tower. Yeah. Uh, they, but yeah, see, it, it's not it's not visually clear there, I don't think, at the moment. The reason I bring this up is because when you encounter a map of the bell tower, there's essentially three levels to the bell tower. The first one is ground level. The second one is the room where you find Espella. And the third level is the bell, but apparently the third level is not accessible. Like okay, so it's right above. Now. It's right above, yeah. Uh, okay, and, okay. And, yeah, and, sure. Uh, that's why I brought this up. It's you know law. Um, anyway, uh, Spella summons the Yu-Gi-Oh monster and kills the storyteller. Uh, she, mm-hmm. a figure, summons the Yu-Gi-Oh monster and kills the storyteller. Uh, we see no corpse for the storyteller, which makes me believe he's probably alive, chilling in the uh, somewhere else. Conspiracy. Uh, conspiracy. Like, uh, listen, no corpse means they're alive, right? Like, that's how all fantasy works. All stories work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have a vigilantes now in the in the city. We just have vigilantes now. We've never discussed vigilantes, but vigilantes exist, and they're people who dress up like the knights. Did y'all Did y'all know about this? Nope. nope. It's the first time I've seen them. Okay, sweet. New guys. Sounds good. New guys. New goons. New kind of guy. There's a new enemy type. <laughs> and they're vigilantes. Uh, they get... We go to the second level of the bell tower. Espella's there, knocked out with a funny necklace around her neck. Where she summoned the evil-ass Yu-Gi-Oh monster from. Vigilantes take them, and then it, like, Phoenix and Professor Layton are like, go back out of the bell tower, but there's, like, a weird scene where, like, they get locked in by the vigilantes because they're incompetent. And this was just to have an artifice so that, like, Darklaw and Zacharias Barnum can have their confrontation outside the bell tower, but not have the main characters be there. And yeah, this was strange. Uh, Zacharias is like, I followed you to the woods and saw that you had a weird sex cult. And she goes, "Mm, but prove it, though. And he goes, darn it. <laughs> the burden of proof is on you. The burden of proof is on you. And then she goes, I will now be the Inquisitor because I'm the High Inquisitor and the Storyteller's dead. I'm basically in charge of the whole city now. It's Zacharias, you're arrested for treason. Uh, he gets arrested, but not before his little doggy hears this entire conversation. And she also <laughs> says, like, and you know why you suck, Zach? Because you investigate the final room in his house. If you did that, if you had conviction... If you had the fucking stones, you would have done that, Zach, but you suck. Meanwhile, the dog <laughs> hears all this and goes, oh, The dog's like, I can do that. I can do that. And then, like, yeah. <laughs> Zacharias gets arrested, and then Professor Layton and Phoenix are like, We should split up and invest- investigate. And Professor Layton's like, I know where to go. And then a little doggy shows up and tells Luke, Hey, you should investigate the final boss room. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Professor Layton goes, Perfect. That's where I was going to go anyway. And I was like, Okay, how did you know that, man? Like, come on. He's just so much better and smarter than all of us. It's I mean, also, if you think about it, like, you think, well, I'll go to the storyteller's room because I bet he's got some notes about what he did in this town somewhere. True. He was the storyteller. His thing was writing. Yeah. I bet he's got a journal. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a huge-ass journal with all his notes in it. Yeah. And then Professor, uh, not Professor, Phoenix. He's got all his world-building docs up there. <laughs> His whole D and D campaign is locked up there. We can know who He's the final boss. Book that just says lore oh on goodness. it. 
Oh my god, we gotta get it. it. And it's just truly the worst bullet journaling experience you've ever seen. <laughs> it's it's a collection of like puzzles and stolen from the back of cereal boxes that you placed yeah, all like, around town. That one post where it's like googling like good puzzles for three year olds. Exactly. <laughs> to prepare for my D and D campaign. Oh. <laughs> uh, so Phoenix and Meyer, like, we'll investigate the bell tower while you investigate the um, the storyteller's house. Let's split up once again. And part of me is just like, I know you guys have to split up, but like, I'm really afraid that one of you is just going to get turned into a frog or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this section, we do the Phoenix and Meyer part where it's just like classic Phoenix story investigation. We click on shit. We get evidence. We haven't talked to anybody because these Muppets don't provide any knowledgeable information whatsoever. We only get to do it for, like, literally a minute. Literally? It's it's one screen, yeah. It's one screen. Well, this was the closest we got to classic Ace Attorney. Good old-fashioned clicking on shit and putting it in our pocket. We even tried to do that with Bella's necklace, and the vigilantes take it like they're assholes. Right. Fuck them. Fuck the vigilantes. If, if you're... Never mind, I was gonna say this something really mean. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really bad now. All the vigilantes are, like, seem to be, like, new recruits in, in some way, right? Yeah. They just seem to be, like, new, like, oh, we got a bunch of people from the town to help staff up real quick because we know shit's about to go down. But yeah, beyond that, they don't really expound on them very much. Not really. Um, but yeah, so basically, Phoenix and Maya, they... Try to grab Aspella's necklace. It's taken from them. It's confiscated. And uh, the thing that they were trying to do with it right before it's confiscated is they see a really elaborate mechanism in the top of the bell tower with a little notch that her necklace would fit perfectly in. And Maya's like, ooh, I got to put it in there. I got to stick it in to see what happens. She's and right, that's when the uh, yep, that's when they come up and take it away from her. And so they go, well, I guess we did all the investigation we could. Uh, time to go to court. <laughs> I have two notes here. One, this box looks like the Lament configuration from Hellraiser. It, yeah. It looks like an evil-ass <laughs> box. Two, it just occurred to me that Maya would absolutely open the Lament configuration from Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> she would see a box and goes, oh what do you mean? It's, it summons some funny guys? Let's go. And then open up the box. <laughs> She'd be fine though. She'd be fine. <laughs> she'd be. She'd be fine. She'd, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. she'd, she'd chill with the Cedo bites. The Cedo bites would be like, "Yo, what's good, Maya?" And she's like, "Nothing much." <laughs> Let's go get burgers, fellas. Let's go get burgers with Pinhead, Screecher, the other freaks. <laughs> okay, sorry. Just, I just want to get. Yeah, the, no. I think no. I mean, you are correct. You are one hundred percent correct. I need to get that bit out of me. Like it was, it was too quick. Um, <laughs> it sucks that our investigation phase is so short, but it was sweet and I did enjoy it. Also, um, Patty was there when the storyteller got burnt and saw that, like, it was a spell at the top of the tower. She ran up here and fought vigilantes with nothing but, like, some flour. Yeah, Patty did puppet True. violence. Patty, P- Patty's great. Puppet, Patty's so close to the developing class levels. She's so any, close. Any second now. Surely she's got enough XP. She'll be a barbarian. Breadbarian. If you develop class levels, does that is that what turns you into an anime person? <laughs> if you develop class levels, That's why Rouge is half anime, half puppet, because she's about to level up. 
Oh, yep. she's about to become yep. a, a rogue swashbuckler. Uh, I'm just, I'm just making this shit up at this point. I'm trying to c- see what, uh, what else I can come up with to explain why it is like this. Honestly, if I do run a D and D campaign, I'm gonna make it so that all the people who have class levels are anime people, and if you like meet a peasant, that's like a muppet. It's just how the world should be built from now on. I mean, that's apparently what this ha- this whole game is. Oh, yeah, it's true. This, this, this is that their fucked up tabletop campaign mm-hmm. is, is Labyrinthia. It is really uh, just kind of like a fucked up tabletop campaign. I could so- we can solve this with the Muppet Railgun. <laughs> the Muppet Railgun. <laughs> we can make it. Happen. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> This is how they get evidence to the courtroom really fast. Oh this is God. how Gumshoe got all that evidence there. The railgun? <laughs> the last second yeah. when you needed it was through the NPC railgun. Hey, you know what you're listening to? evidence from someone else is a free action. <laughs> <laughs> Dear listener, if you don't know what we're talking about, look up D&D railgun. You'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> For this really, like niche bit that we've developed i mean it's pretty well known at this point i feel like if you're in the D community but yeah the people who listen to the pot they patched it out it's true well it doesn't it doesn't really it doesn't actually work but it should it's funny though it's funny it's funny no sane dm would let you do this I, I'm trying to get insane in the membrane. Um, uh-huh. So, so Luke and Layton <laughs> yeah. go to the storyteller's tower. They go to the his secret lair and they open up the puzzle on the door. Constantine's there and he leads them all the way there, all the way up to the front door, in which point then he goes, I've taken you as far as you can go, young travelers, but I must be away. And so he goes. Constantine just leaves. Uh, after playing his same two bark sound bites it, for the last ten minutes, it's funny because right before you enter the gate to the storyteller's domain or like the knights, whatever, Riddell, the the NPC who keeps track of all the puzzles, is just there. I didn't notice her. I haven't talked to her this entire game because yeah, like, I she's haven't... like, do you want to do any puzzles, Professor? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. This is your last chance to do puzzles before you hit the final boss. The final Are you boss. sure you don't want to do any puzzles? <laughs> And uh, his response is simply, "No, I'm good. I'm good. I gotta solve. I gotta solve the I mean, biggest you, mystery. You could. You could just do them, but my response wanna. was but yes, no. Yeah. Gameplay wise, yeah, this is your last chance to do all those puzzles before you get locked into the final segment of the game. It's just really funny that they like bring her to you this time. Like it's like, all right, you've avoided her this entire time, but you must confront the fact <laughs> that you have forgotten puzzles." Uh, I intentionally skipped those puzzles I'll have you know (laughs) you go to the knight's guard and they're like we don't know what to do because our boss is dead and then you walk up to the knights and the knights are like are you investigating with the the royal hound of the armor Constantine the dog the dog and they go yeah and they go oh sweet go on in we won't stop you like that Zach's dog is just like a doofy little poodle with like people clothes on it's a toy poodle like it's a toy poodle with a fucking helmet on it is, uh, somewhere there cute. is like a dog groomer in this weird, weird town. It's the um, it's the I saw it from uh, case one, game one. Remember All him? Right. Mm-hmm. He became a dog groomer in prison. Still, isn't he still in prison though? They they fucking extradited him to England. <laughs> I'm making huh. he's the up. only dog groomer uh-huh. in the entire yeah. world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only dog groomer in the entire world. <laughs> 
Well, uh, this so- is Ace Attorney logic, so if one person does a profession, they will continue to appear doing that profession forever oh. in every game, because they are the only person who does that. That is true. Uh, so we get to this puzzle on the front of the storyteller's house, and, like, Lane is like, huh, interesting. Why does the storyteller have a puzzle on the front door that no one is allowed to access? Who is this puzzle meant for? And this puzzle is a... This is the puzzle that, like, really really got Rose. Um, Rose, oh, do you want this? It didn't get me. <laughs> okay, it- so you... You walk up to this door and you open it up and well you don't open it up yet to do the puzzle first. Up pops this menu where it's like, here's all these bubbles with numbers on them and you need to arrange them inside of in and out of these triangles so that all the triangles add up to and I stopped reading and I opened Google. <laughs> it looks like a Final Fantasy sphere grid is what it looks like. And I just I didn't do it. It wasn't happening. <laughs> Yeah, Ben did it, thankfully, but I stared at it. My brain went, mm, no. Do, y- do y'all not use the hint system? Because it literally tells you the answer in the hint system. No. Oh. I mean, I could have, but... I mean, what happens with the hint system is, yeah, you use the first hint, and it gives you, like, a decent hint. Second hint is, like, okay, we're almost telling you the answer. And then once you use the third hint, it's basically just, like, do this. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I could have done that, but instead I did that faster where i just looked up the answer fair enough um, i uh, you saved on some picker it just it looked like a final fantasy sphere grid and i was like i'm not and there's a, numbers in it it's a math final fantasy sphere grid yeah and i yeah. i no caro yeah i just it didn't look like i was gonna have a good time doing that so i didn't you had to add up you had to add up all the sides <laughs> to the equal 39 and then you had to make sure the inner triangles also add up to 39 um yeah no yeah, this is definitely like a final puzzle. We're we're definitely entering final puzzle area of late in games where it's like, I'll try and remember the hints, but I was just like, well, not doing this. Yeah, uh, I say this because I've been frantically collecting coins this entire time. I have like a hundred hint coins. Oh yeah, I have uh, <laughs> I have a lot of hint coins. Um, I actually started the using The hint coins them. in the game for me were like the elixirs and the uh, rare items in Pokemon where you collect them and you never use them because they don't sell them in the stores. Yeah, I did and start using game, a couple. It's it, it, This is probably we're entering the phase of the game where we're just going to start blasting every hint coin in the game, right? Like we're going to use up our entire stock. I mean, early on, I think you, the Professor Layton expert, advised like save them all up, and then once you get to, like, the final round, like, just just well, use them, because it'll tell you the answer. It will straight up give you the answer to a lot of the puzzles. Especially the super hint, which costs two coins after the third hint. That just says, like, alright, here's, like, 80% of the puzzle. You can do the last 20%. You got this, champ. <laughs> and, like, that's what they say. And it's like, alright, sweet, thanks, man. I saw this fear grid, and I went... Yeah, I'll just use a couple hint coins, and then it got me really. I was like, "All right, I get it. It's math." Um, and then it sucks because this is where the chapter ends, right? Like, mm-hmm. it ends right That's after a cliffhanger. You do... Oh my god! But I just want to know the ending. My Ace Attorney game. A cliff... Well, I have good news. I Immediately I was... after we're done recording here, you can start playing if you'd like. I thought I was gonna get at least like a scene, but instead it was just like you're done, and I was like, "Wow." All right. Fade to black. Fade to black. And now we have to... 
Who knows what we'll do next chapter? Will we investigate as Professor Layton and Luke, or will we do a court case as Phoenix Wright and Maya? Really forgot his name for a second. I thought his name was the Ace Attorney think, uh, for a little bit. I think a little bit of column That's A, a little bit of B. It's his title. Yeah. I Are... think uh, Professor Layton's going to run in uh, with some evidence and give it to us that will turn the case around part of the way through when we think we've lost. That's what I think. Really? Yeah. Really? really? You think that's gonna happen? That's, that's ridiculous. That's never happened before. <laughs> There's definitely gonna be a scene where Layton solves the lament configuration above, upstairs, and <laughs> wait, I'm actually thinking about what would happen if Professor Layton got the lament configuration. <laughs> also, one thing to establish here that I don't think we mentioned is that they have said that this court case is gonna be outside oh yeah this is an outdoor court case They're like um, this is gonna be outside right in front of the bell tower and it's just like okay the bell tower like, that if it rings mm. destroys everything around it with massive tectonic implications yeah um not that we know that that's where the bell is or anything yeah <laughs> i'm just saying i think that um i think the reason we're having it outside is because now that we know that the witch pit in the courtroom is fake there's no like fear in that one but I genuinely think we're gonna see like Espella tied up to a wooden stake about to be burned yeah like outdoors and that's kind of crazy oh like Joan of Arc style yeah yeah like Joan of Arc style I think that that would be a good prediction um do you have any prediction Rose for what's gonna happen next um the storyteller is definitely still alive so uh, that's that on that. We're absolutely gonna arrest uh, Dark Law because, you know, mm-hmm. it's not it's not a Phoenix Wright game unless you. She's, uh, she's within the like five meter. Uh, what's what am I trying to say? She's within five meters of Phoenix Wright, so that means we can finally blame her for everything. True. Yeah, it's we can catch her. Um, and you know she's she wasn't close enough now. before, but now she's here. Yeah, now now that she's on the stand, jail, J- jail, <laughs> just r- directly to jail. Uh, I think that I can't even predict what is the point of Truman showing this entire village, right? Like, because like, I that's the thing with like latent games is like you kind of figure out like why everything is happening, like you figure out what is happening around you, and then the answer to why is different, right? The why is always shown in the epilogue. It's like, why is this entire village filled with puppets who love puzzles? And it's like, oh, it's because, you know, uh, I don't know, we're fucking aliens or something. Um, so, like, I'm, I, we all know what is happening here, which is they're all being Truman Show. Their mind is being, like, fucking messed with to be little actors in a stage of Labyrinthia. But I still don't know the why yet. And I have no idea what it is. Yeah, what what is the point of the the potion? You know, what does this serve purpose wise? That's what I'm most excited for y'all to discover. Oh my I god. I hope it's I hope it's dumb as hell. I hope honestly <laughs> it's probably dumb as hell. It's like a lot of the latent games at the very end, sometimes the reason is it's dumb as hell. But there's also sometimes where it's like, oh, this is actually baller as fuck. Everyone go play Unwound Future, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> that's a good game. Uh, God, I actually, yes, yeah, that's my prediction is that we'll figure out why the fuck this is all happening because it's the final part of the fucking game. 
Um, Phoenix Wright and Maya are going to open the lament configuration. Okay. <laughs> That's why. Well, I think that that does it for predictions. (laughs) Wait, Des, do you know the ending? Yes. Oh. Okay. All right. I did watch the ending. Ben played the ending at one point when I was still awake, and I did watch the ending with him. And I was was like, wow. Was this like a long time ago? Huh? When was this? Back when the game game came out. out. (laughs) Ah. That makes It's been a while. But it's been a while. I, mean, I hovered over top of him, resting my head uncomfortably some way to watch him play his DS. Aw. I, I mean, yep, this was back in back in twenty fourteen. Oh jeez. I swear to God, if there's a puzzle that involves using the mic in this game, I'm going to kill a real human being. Why? I there's one Professor Layton game where there's a puzzle that requires the mic, but it never implied that you could use the mic during the game. So, like, you just have to figure it out. And I'm really afraid mm. that there's a mic puzzle. Seems like a poor choice on their part. It did seem like a poor choice on their part, and I do agree about it being a poor choice on their part. Um, Yeah. All right. I'm excited to see the end. Well, we will uh, bring it all to a close next time. Then, uh, in which we will be playing uh, the last segment of this game, which is chapters 8, 9, and the epilogue. Uh, So, if you are playing along with us, feel free to dive in and experience this crazy final court case uh, for yourself. Uh, You can follow the show and everything we do on Twitter at Ace Attorney Pod, co-host slash Ace Attorney, or on our website, updatedautopsy.report to stay up to date on the latest episodes as well as the uh, YouTube uploads of Desi and I playing through the game along with uh, often in the rotating guest chair, our good friend Iroh. Uh, so if you're not playing, you're welcome to watch those and uh, see it for yourself. You can follow me on pretty much all social media at Yotsaben. Desi, where can people find you? Uh, at Yes, this is Des on Twitter. And Tiago? At Tiago Estitro on various social medias. And Rose. Uh, you can find me at Rose Nonsense on Tumblr and sometimes co-host. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you will rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Every review really does mean a lot for us and uh, for like getting the algorithm on iTunes to uh, share us with more people. So uh, if you can do that, we, we really do greatly appreciate it. And we might read your review on the air if you do so. Next episode, we will be playing chapters 8, 9, and the epilogue of Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
then that was the end of the chapter. <laughs> so that's that on that, everybody. Oh no! My internet! Did we just lose Rose? Yeah. I think we might have just lost Rose. <laughs> uh, let's let's keep recording. Don't don't pause any recordings. I know. Hopefully, hopefully she hopefully she will keep her recording going as well. Yeah. Um, but it's easier for me if we just keep recording. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep recording. I think this is funny. <laughs> yeah. Then then yeah. If if this <laughs> maybe we put this at the end. Uh, but uh, hey, you know, I'm gonna call her on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I have her phone number. All right. Da -da 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 Rose, and I'm not gonna tell her last name out. To put on speakerphone or no? It's funnier if you don't. Okay. Hey Rose, your internet went out. Okay, sweet. 